she prefers to start with the first domino than try to make, you know, starting with like all the dominoes at the same time where she's like, I have to do these 75 things tomorrow, you know? And instead she said, I start with one and that one domino for me is my workout. And she said, when I work out, then all the things topple after it in a positive way. After she works out, she gets a shower, then she can feel refreshed and then she goes and gets her coffee and then she does it this and then she whatever, you know, and it becomes this uh, marker um, that you can use if you know what your first domino is. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the freeing convo I had with Emily Kaufman in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us here because this is episode 50. 50. What? <laughs> That's kind of insane. I'm nuts. Yeah. Insane. Uh, yeah. We're at like five months, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Uh, June, July, August, September. Six months. What? Oh my gosh. Well, there How it is. That? So um, y'all, we turned 50 because of you. I mean. Well, yeah, at least 25 weeks if we did two per week. So yeah. Yeah. Good job using your math. That's how skills. I do. That's great. Six, six months and change. So it's episode 50 and unlike other podcasts where they are perfectly aligned with knowing what number they're at and they have edited all the best of their first 50 episodes, we've done none of that for you. In fact, we're just going to do a normal episode, but we... Oh, like like recapping greatest hits yeah, from our episodes? Do. So let us know if you want that for episode 100 or 75 or just if that matters to you, like we want to know, I mean, we might probably do that because it is kind of fun, but that requires a, pro a producer, which we are in the process of onboarding. So we will see what she has the, it also requires a dog not whimpering in the background because he wants to go for a walk. Oh my God. He's an hour or, Oh, we fell back. Oh, so he's there on time. He's on time. <laughs> oh, I'm like, What's wrong with these dogs? Y'all, these dogs are like trying to get our attention. They're like, army crawling across the floor, but they clearly don't know it's episode 50. Oh yeah. 50, 50, 50. <laughs> so anyways, just, can I just say big thanks to each one of you who listens to this podcast, because otherwise we'd be talking in a dark void to the ethers, but I know you listen to this and you're, shares. we know that, you know, because you chat to us on the gram, yeah, the be a pod. So and thanks I'll, for that. And at my personal Instagram and just all that. So thank you so much. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. Thank you for your written reviews. Keep them coming. If you haven't written one and, um, you know, keep being until you see it. Happy 50th episode. Woo. Okay, what's our audience question this week, babe? All right, I think that it's time uh, appropriate here. What are your Thanksgiving traditions? I know. For those of you who live in the United States, we obviously celebrate Thanksgiving in November. Yeah, um, other... Canada already had their Thanksgiving. Yeah, 
And I don't know if anyone else has something similar. So if you do, Couldn't tell you. let us know what the name of that is. Um, we'll forget, but it's nice to know what's going on out there. <laughs> and we'd love to know your tradition. So, um, you know, I grew up going to my dad's family's house for Thanksgiving sometimes. And sometimes I went to my mom's Thanksgiving house. And let me just tell you a little difference, just so you can understand the life I grew up in. So my dad's family has like traditions with Thanksgiving, like the same person made the stuffing and the same person made the turkey. And like ev- everyone had the dish. It was like, couldn't have been more perfect with the football games in the background and like, don't interrupt the games. And we ate at a specific time because it was like with whatever the, I don't even understand it all. But then there was that, right? And then my mom's family, whenever they won for Thanksgiving, I'm not really sure how they won, but somehow we ended up at their house. This was a Rayleigh's dinner. So they would go to the grocery store <laughs> And they would get the dinner and they would make it. And I will never, do, do all you know, what do you call it? Martinelli's? What's that sparkling? Yeah. Yeah. The it's, apple. The sparkling apple. It's like so much sugar. It's like cavities. It's just like drinking syrup. It's like drinking cavity. It's like putting cavities in your mouth as you drink it. <laughs> Anyways. So my grandparents like had the plastic, you know, fancy champagne oh. flutes, you know, when the ones you put the top to the bottom, the top to the bottom on YouTube. Yeah, and actually. when they fall apart while they have liquid in them, it doesn't go well. Well, how did you know? Cause they did it throughout all the Thanksgiving plates. So the Turkey ended up floating in Martinelli's and, uh, anyway, so do I have Thanksgiving traditions as an adult? No, no, I do not. I have a story to share. Come. Um, well, uh, Thanksgiving traditions is definitely how I got in with your family. Oh yes. Because there Be- was this one favorite dish. Because there was this one recipe. It was grandma's recipe. It was an artichoke recipe. Like a torta. An artichoke it was torta. an artichoke tort. And, uh, and no one in the family had the recipe. I have it. Except for Leslie had it. I also have the chocolate cake recipe. And she never talked about it. And she never told anybody. No. And then the first year that I went to the family dinner that I didn't know anybody I made grandma's artichoke tort recipe and everyone freaked out. They were like, Tears. where did you get this amazing? Oh, Tears everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tears. Yeah. So I, I made it for a number of years in a row and that became my dish that I had to make. Yeah. Um, until we stopped going to Northern California for Thanksgiving because, altogether. Because we stopped. <laughs> because traditions are also made to be broken. Y'all, like, <laughs> let me just tell you, the pressure of making this artichoke thing and also the nine hour drive that should only be five hours. Yeah, this became a lot. So our Thanksgiving tradition has been the last several years. We sit at home. Yeah. (laughs) And we make our list of things we've been wanting to buy. And we enjoy every single sale online. We are big on it. And then we make up the list of things that we need to buy for the holidays. And we watch Home for the Holidays, which you're freaking welcome. Best holiday movie ever made. I promise you it's nineties glorious and it's, and it's prime. And th- we might, we might start some new things here because we now have had some family move to town. Well, uh, yeah. so my we brother shall already see. was here. So in full, like we have to give him props. He brought us here That's true. and then my dad came. Yeah. And so I think, um, this will be the first Thanksgiving in a long time. We will listen to football games on an iPad because right. we're on a TV. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we, That's true. my dad uh, suggested uh, Chinese food. So love it. I'm so <laughs> in on that. That's amazing. <laughs> so 
So we're maybe this year is the start of new traditions. At any rate, whatever you do for Thanksgiving, please remember to be grateful for what you've done for yourself. Yeah. And um, you can also be grateful for what others have done. But I think often we do not say thank you to ourselves. So please give yourself some gratitude because you are amazing and you're here because of you. And then also to take care of those in your life and give them big hugs this Thanksgiving. Okay. Or if it's Thursday where you are and not a holiday at all, be grateful for what you've done for you. <laughs> As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Okay, now let's talk about Emily Kaufman. I know, she's so cool. Emily Kaufman is the fastest growing advocate for athlete wellness in life after sports. She's a former NCAA Division I athlete, creator of the top 1% health and fitness podcast, Live Your Personal Best, and she's the author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. She educates and encourages others on how to live their best and healthiest lives. Yeah, I, I find I, I, I met her randomly, like on a Zoom call. <laughs> so weird. And then she reached out to me in a random email from a different site. And we ended up on a podcast for her podcast. I'm looking at her face. I'm like, I have seen this girl before. And then when we were done recording, I'm like, were you on this such and such Zoom call? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. And uh, so, you know, the world is small, but um, I think that's really cool. Her book is really great. And I I really do. um, There's a lot of conversation about elite athletes becoming, you know, everyday people. And, um, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of, especially after the Olympics, this oh past, my gosh. You know, this past Olympics. Y'all, if you haven't watched, um, Michael Phelps documentary, it's going to depress you, but it's also like so, so important because if you are it's raising called the weight of gold, yeah. If you are raising children or if you have an elite athlete in your life, um, there is this like expectation hangover that happens. And, um, I think it's just really important. So I'm really grateful that she wrote this book because I think it really does help people who maybe didn't make it all the way to the pros, or maybe they didn't make it there, have some sort of structure and ideas of how they can funnel that energy and that commitment. Whether or not you made it all the way to the pros is irrelevant. If you've dedicated your life to becoming an athlete and did that from you know, like t-shirt league through college and then maybe even beyond. T-shirt league? Yeah. You know, when you're like six, right? Oh, and then so, you a t-shirt on a jersey. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the, 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 the point is if you've lived your entire uh, life that way, uh, that transition for like, suddenly it's over and you're like, um, I guess I'm not going to play competitively anymore because of whatever the thing might be. And so, but how do you, how do you like take that uh, uh, that intensity that you had brought to your sport and transition that into another activity in your life, uh, and find fulfillment in it. So, you know, that's, I think, uh, that's exciting. That's kind of what her book is about. Um, and, and, and uh, anyway, we're excited. Yeah. It, it is now out as of the last episode, I think at the beginning of last episode, uh, we, we didn't know if it was out yet, but um, towards the end, we realized, yeah, by the time the episode was airing, it was going to be out. So yeah. you can find it. The link is in the show notes. Yep. It's out now. Sorry, y'all. We interview some of these people way back in the day and now they're coming out. It's just how it goes. Welcome to the podcast world. I'm always shocked. Um, anyways, I think that brings me to something I like that she said. It might look 
a little different than you thought, and that's okay. And for my recovering perfectionists and overachievers, and those of you who haven't yet put recovered in <laughs> in front of those two words, um, this is so important. This is something that's so, it's still so hard for me. It's still something I'm still practicing because I also have a team who does things for me. So I'll tell them something and then it comes out. And sometimes it looks different in the best way. And sometimes it looks different in the, oh my God, I'm going to cry way. And, um, and it's okay. It's okay because, um, it's really, really important that we get, we, we do things so we can get to the next step and not try to like just like continue to mold it till it looks exactly the way you thought, because you know what? I didn't, I had no clue that I would live in Vegas, be married to a musician, (laughs) have three dogs, two of which are like really trying to go for a walk right now. So, um, I I have a head on my leg. Yeah. He's staring at me forlornly. I know. Um, yeah, but you know what? It's funny. I think that, um, I, one of my recent, um, connections to, uh, to what you're saying is when we hired the, artist to paint our mural in the back and you know it was lovely uh i really we 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 wanted her just to do what she already did yeah (laughs) well so we hired her to paint this mural that we designed with her and she started off she said i think it's going to take me about a week we're like okay and because it's hot here she decided she wanted to start at like 9 p.m and she would work until two in the morning and so i mean i my guess would be four or five nights she spent five plus hours on it. So 25 hours or so. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's lovely. Um, but the last night I was watching, uh, her, um, nitpick, right. Noodle, the, um, uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry, August is losing his mind. He wants the blue cheese bottle. Uh, well, I was watching, I was watching her nitpick, um, the colors on the, uh, the wall and she, you know, she would go in, she would, sh- and then she would back up and then she would go in and right. And we started to, we started a conversation. Spray paint. Yeah. That's a spray paint. That's what that means. And, uh, uh, the, we, we, we started a conversation about that and she said, you know, uh, I really could, I really could stay here and keep tweaking this forever. Um, because I, I'm never satisfied. I can always see, I can always spot something else that could be better, could be, you know, adjusted or, or whatever, um, you know, and, and she and I started to talk about music being similar to that, where you can always noodle with a song a little more, make the lyrics a little better, adjust the production, whatever. Um, and, but there comes a point where you have to go, okay, I'm putting it out into the world now. It is, it is as good as it should be, is as good as it needs to be, um, you know, and provided that something catastrophic isn't tied to your work, like, you know, then, then you can, you can feel satisfied. If you are a surgeon listening to this, please do the best you freaking can always. But if you are not, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I, I just think, uh, done is better than perfect. And, right. um, also you will always be able to see those things. I can't see the things. I- yeah. I, I mean, I look at it on websites too. Like there comes a point where I'm like, oh my God, like we, we need to stop because I'll just nitpick this to death. Yeah. So you know, I think that um, for those of you who practice Pilates, the beautiful thing is quality over quantity. And yes, you could always do an exercise better, but that's what the next rep is for. And if you hit three reps and you still haven't gotten there, move on because that's what the next time is for. So anyways, I hope that uh, helps you get your shit done. So I really loved what she was talking about when she said the domino approach. I thought this was really clever and I almost named the entire podcast after this this conversation. Oh. 
um, or the episode, I mean, because uh, she was talking about uh, uh, how you <laughs> you pick one thing in your day, uh, and that's the top domino, the first domino. And she said it's better. She she prefers to start with the first domino than try to make you know starting with like all the dominoes at the same time. Where she's like, I have to do these seventy five things tomorrow, you know. And instead, she said. I start with one and that one domino for me is my workout. And she said, when I work out, then all the things topple after it in a positive way. After she works out, she gets a shower, then she can feel refreshed and then she goes and gets her coffee and then she does it this and then she, whatever, you know, and it becomes this uh, marker um, that you can use if you know what your first domino is. And what you were talking about last episode was uh, your workout when we travel you know, like taking that time, you like waking up with the sun when we travel and basically, uh, how that can, how you get your workout in and that will allow you to still have a solid day, even though you don't have the rest of your normal morning routine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I just thought that was clever, uh, to think about it that way of like the domino approach, because I don't actually, I, I don't really have a marker in my more in my day, in my morning. That's like, okay, cool. Now I can you know, uh, now the rest of my day is going to follow. I mean, your coffee, I think I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. Coffee. That's true. Well, I will, you know, there's very interesting actually. Um, cause Amy Ladine, who is one of our original, like first guests, who's a dear friend of ours. She recently put a post, uh, on her podcast, one of her like five minute downloads, which is like, don't hit snooze in the morning. And so for those of you who wake up to an alarm clock, if you refuse to hit snooze by committing to waking up when you said you were going to wake up, it is a domino effect of confidence in your day that you keep commitments to yourself. And so I think that just goes along with this. Like it doesn't have to be a workout. It can just be something small that you do every, every morning that you're like, okay, this, this sets the domino of an amazing day. You know, BJ Fogg has his Maui habit where he puts his feet on the ground and goes, today's going to be an amazing day. And then he celebrates that. Right. So, um, it could be your workout. Like it's for me and Emily. Um, I, I definitely, beat the sun, uh, this past week with the fallback. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I was up, <laughs> up an hour before the sun. So there's that. And that was amazing. Um, but find something to be your domino, give it the name of the domino and let us know how that goes. Love that. Now. Okay. So Let's talk about the be it action items that you discussed with Emily Kaufman. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with her? I'm going first. Do it. My biggest takeaway is whatever that one thing is you've been wanting to do, maybe you've been putting it off or you don't feel ready for it yet. She says, just go for it now. And y'all, I mean, could we not pick a better be it action item for a be it till you see a podcast? I know. I was like, uh, yeah, hired. You want to host with me? Okay. Because <laughs> y'all, I, I swear to you, um, life is really, really, really is like trying on a pair of new jeans and you're wondering if they're in style or not. I was just opening up one of my emails and there was this like high-waisted baggy jeans, hello nineties. It made me think of sister act two, you know, um, Lauren Hill and those baggy jeans. And I was like, look at those jeans. Maybe I need those jeans. Here's the deal. Guess what I'm not going to do. Put those jeans on my vision board and hope that those jeans someday are on my body. I'm going to go try the jeans on and see if they look good or not before I pine after them. Too often, we're like, someday, one day, I will. When I have this, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. 
do the thing and see what happens. Just see what happens. You may go, oh my God, I hate that. And I don't know, maybe these jeans I'm going to hate, but we're going to find out because I'm going to order them and try them on. <laughs> all right. What's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Um, all right. So just kind of actually uh, hand in hand with that, uh, you can just start now. Um, start. Uh, basically, she was talking about how you don't have to make it this massive mountain of a, of a thing. You can start now, start without the pressure, start without the commitment and just uh, and start just because you're interested in it. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, wow, that is a, that's really interesting. I, I remember, I mean, think back to when we were teenagers or in middle school or whatever. And, you know, we, we liked music or we liked art or we liked sports or whatever. And or we're like reading, we're like video games, whatever it is, you, you ended up dedicating more time to it because you enjoyed it. Not for any other reason, because just because you dug it. And so when it comes to this bigger stuff, I know that we have a finite amount of time but um, maybe, you know, it's maybe you wanted to learn sign language. Start, you know, maybe you wanted to learn another like spoken language. Maybe you whatever. Maybe you wanted to, um, you know, start building a studio in your house. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, you know, you yeah. can start it without the pressure. And what she was talking about, sorry to cut you off. Uh, she said uh, she started her podcast this way. And, you know, half dozen episodes in, she was like, I actually love it. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, and I think like also without the pressure, it's like you don't have to go, okay, I'm going to like learn sign language and I'm going to teach it in front of like the entire city and go, I'm just going to like put, go on YouTube and like start it and see if I like it and see if it's good and just keep the pressure off of it because it's way more fun. Like, especially when you brought it when you were kids, we... We didn't go, oh my God, when I am the star pitcher of a team, we like went out and pitched with our friends. Like, right. And maybe you thought someday I'm going to be the star pitcher, but you didn't go, oh my God, I can't throw this pitch until I'm the star pitcher. Right. That just didn't happen. When you're like, take, be a child when it comes to things, people. Because also too, you know, way more fun. Think about, especially the athletes in the room. Um, I would bet any amount of money that you didn't just pick one. You were like, and baseball, and then next is soccer, and then next is you know, track and then next is volleyball and then next is, and then it would cycle back and forth and back and forth. And there came a point where you were like, yeah, I'm just not into, you know, baseball. I would yeah. rather focus on whatever. Yeah. My dad put me in every sport hoping that I would get a scholarship. Um, I did not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that athletic, but there was not a lot of pressure on any of it. And that would made it really fun. That's so good. anyways, I just really enjoyed her, um, her outlook on all of this. And I, I'm really excited about her book that it's out there. And I hope y'all enjoyed this. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful, like so grateful for you. So keep us posted on how you're using these tips in your life by screenshotting this episode, tag us and the Be It Pod and our guest and let us know how you are using these takeaways in your life. And until next time, be it till you see it. Cheers. of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. 
you see it is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.